0: Welcome, this is the Effective Challenge podcast where you'll find ideas, thoughts and observations about how to improve your version of the Effective Challenge. If you've got any thoughts, observations, ideas, uh, really like to hear your feedback, drop me a line at Damien at EffectiveChallenge.com And now, here is the latest episode. Welcome to the latest episode of the Effective Challenge Podcast, Episode 26: Getting in Your Way. Uh, thanks for uh, the kind comments associated with the previous episode, Episode 25: Clumsy or Knock Something Over. That one really did seem to resonate with people, as um, I guess the stories we, we tell ourselves can can really have have come have an impact. One story I saw in the in the media this week, which I thought was was quite an interesting one, um, it was a story about uh, Captain Rosie Wild. For those of you who who haven't heard about Rosie, Rosie is the first female uh, to pass the parachute regiment' quite gruelling uh, selection process. It's called P Company. Uh, you know, big deal, tough course, and you know, I wonder how many people have told themselves over the years that, that a woman could never, never pass uh, the criteria that, that's laid out uh, to join the, the, the parachute regiment. And now and now we've got our first person. So, uh, you know, I wonder if Rose's success uh, maybe builds a different story and that story is about, well, it is possible. Um, and I guess we've, there are many examples where things that were thought uh, not to be something that's achievable became achievable. One one example that gets talked about a lot is Roger Bannister and uh, the fact that he was the first person to run under four minutes for for a mile. And if you look at which I've just done actually, uh, you know how many people have done that subsequently officially. There are, there's over fourteen hundred people have done that. So um, so yeah, let let's hope Rosie's performance and. The story that that now creates um, inspires other people who who want that to be uh, the pursuit and their goal uh, to take it on and and be success. Um, Yeah, congratulations Rosie, fair play. That is uh, some achievement. Uh, A quick message about coaching. So I work with people from uh, a real range of of, of backgrounds and different experience levels uh, to help them I guess work out you know how what they would like to achieve and more importantly um, how to go about taking action towards it and that that really is across a range of goals um, resilience topics and you know just more generally how to how to improve performance. Sometimes when I, when I chat with people I find that uh, one of the the barriers to them getting started and, and kind of using coaches is is just the the relentless schedule that that they're on and they, they they kind of find that they just don't have the time even though they they might they might recognize that, that, that there could be some benefit one, one thing I did uh, started doing a while back now is is creating with people what I call the early bird or night owl packages and, and this is where we we sit down and design. You know how we would how we would work together around their schedule and, and quite often that involves meeting kind of earlier in the morning perhaps before the, the cut and thrust of the day gets started or perhaps in into into the evening um, so so if coaching is or if there is something that you would like to work on uh, be that your resilience or to improve an area of your performance and you're kind of ruling out external support just because you don't have the time. Well, let, let's have a conversation and, and see and see if coaching could, could be of benefit. Um, drop me a line. It's uh, Damien at EffectiveChallenge.com. That's Damien, spelled D-A-M-I-A-N at EffectiveChallenge.com. OK, so let's get on to the content associated with this episode, uh, Getting In Our Own Way. I guess there's there's some connection to, you know, the stories we tell ourselves around this. And, you know, one of the ways that we can get in our own way is that we spend time building mental bridges from where we are, our current reality, into something that I call FUD land, you know, some point in the future. Um, many of the people that, that I'm working with, well, they... Um, they 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 kind of concerned or have some worries about something in the future, perhaps an event, uh, perhaps perhaps another person, and and some of the behaviour, or, or perhaps a conversation they might need to have with that person, and not entirely sure how they're going to react. But even you know right the way through to you know some people uh, have worries and concerns about the weather. Yeah, that, that's super common uh, for for many people. Um, we can find that. Uh, our minds dwell on the uncertainty of those situations. And, and as I say, we begin to construct this this mental bridge from from where we are today and takes us into into some future reality that you know ultimately we're creating. We're creating in our in our heads. I call that I call that FUD land um, with the emphasis on the FUD uh and to be honest Fudland isn't a particularly nice place they're the residents of Fudland um well that they, they kind of are in three tribes and that's fear uncertainty and doubt and that's effectively what we do we create these things that that generate you know quite often quite negative scenarios about what we may or may not face um and you know, I guess there's a difference I probably need to point out here. What, what I'm not talking about is constructive scenario playing where we might think of, of something that's coming up and decide you know, what, how we best prepare for that. that. That sort of stuff can be super, super helpful. you know, done constructively, you know, you're going to think about those situations and, and come up with um, some things you might want to do to actually tackle the thing or perhaps avoid it happening uh, completely. I think the dis- the difference between that sort of thinking and the bridge building to Fuddland is, is you know, when you're scenario playing like that, it's constructive. You're doing something um, that's actually going to move you forward, and and you know, and then per- perhaps and hopefully take some action as a result of that thinking. When you're bridge building, um, that that's very different because you're investing time, you're investing your energy. You invest investing emotion into something that ultimately you're probably going to do nothing about. Now, why does that matter? Why does that matter? So, so as we stew on those situations and you know inevitably um, wind ourselves up about you know what may or may not happen, um, we begin to trigger our our kind of survival systems in our bodies because they work really well when you know um, we're under threat. Except when we're building bridges to things that don't exist yet, we're not actually under threat. It's just our minds that are creating that. But, you know, the survival systems don't know any different. There are multiple downsides to that. Um, You know, I'll I'll talk about a couple here. but, But one, you know, is that we, as a result of triggering our survival systems, we start to shut down our ability to think rationally, to think objectively. Which is exactly what we need to do if we're actually going to make make some progress in the majority of, of, of circumstances. You know, we need those systems to be working so we can look at stuff from different angles and bring objectivity to situations. I guess the other and perhaps more important in many ways is um, when our survival systems are kicking in, we start to fill our bodies with... With hormones, and we trigger hormones um, that that have quite can have quite negative consequences. Yeah. Now some of that is short term, some of that is long term, but certainly in the we can find quite quickly that you know those mm, short term negative consequences start to blend over into other areas of our lives, be that you know some of the relationships we have. You know, for some people it will be reaching for 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 comfort things things like eating perhaps some of the wrong things and drinking perhaps a little bit too much and and ultimately you know it's going to have a, you know, when we've got we're in survival mode chances are our, our happiness and and well-being uh, are going to suffer and if we spend enough time and for some people this is this is a Consistent way of operating in their lives. Actually, if we spend enough time bridge building, we create some real long-term negative consequences to both our physical and and mental well-being. So my question is: it is it time to stop doing some of that bridge building? And you know, I would argue, is it time to stop doing it altogether? Um, So some of you might be thinking, well, how do you go about that? You know, how do I stop myself? Building bridges and taking myself into into quite negative thought patterns and creating scenarios that may or probably chances are won't exist. Well, one way to do that is that we can become more present. So, what does that mean? What does becoming more present mean? And yes, you know, it's, it's it's a question that sounds quite yeah. You know, quite obvious really if you've never kind of thought about that before and it's it's really you know, much of our thinking is either in the past or in the future and when we talk about becoming more present it's focusing on right now right this moment right this moment in time and so what we're really talking about is our conscious thought being brought into the present moment so how do you do that so there's a whole host of ways that that you can uh, explore and experiment with and some i would imagine will will resonate more with you than others one way to to do that and to bring our thinking into the into the present moment is, is quite a simple one and and for some people the simplicity almost means that they kind of rule it out but don't rule it out until you've you've given it a go so one of one of the ways that you know i use myself and and certainly i i know other people have 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 got benefit from continue to get benefit from it's just be becoming more aware of our senses and practicing that and it can take a bit of a bit of time and a little effort to get to get that awareness where it really starts to to add some value but just checking in with our senses so you know we've why is, that, why is that useful? Well, your senses are all always there, so they, they go with you, don't they? Uh, so you can do it, you know, it's pretty universal, you can do it wherever you are, wherever you feel the need to. So just a simple thing of sitting quietly and checking in with the sounds around us, really listening. Now those sounds will always be there, and your subconscious is probably hearing them, it's just that it, it kind of filters them out because they're just not relevant. So your conscious mind wanders off into the into the past or into the future, but if you really check in and you know bring those sounds into our conscious mind, then that's what occupies the space. Another way uh, is to just notice the the feeling of your body on a chair. You know the contact points. Um, are they light? Are they heavy? Yeah, you know temperature. Is it is it warm? Is it cold? How big is the contact point? Is it all of your back? Is it just the top of your your shoulders? As we start to kind of run our th- way through that, inevitably we will become more present. And that doesn't mean to say at some point that presence will get broken and we'll start to think about the future or or think about something that's happened in the past. That That's almost, well I think that's almost inevitable. But it just means you've got a different option and you can break up, break up the thinking pattern. Now, sometimes I talk to people and go, I've just not got time to do that. Uh, In actual fact, I had a conversation with someone only this week that was saying I'd love to be able to do it. In actual fact, when I've done it, there is real benefit. But I just don't have the time. And um, that, of course, that could be the case. Although I might just offer a little bit of challenge to that. And... My challenge would be, but somehow you find the time for the bridge building version. I'll just leave that there. As always, uh, I'm interested in any comments or observations you've got on this topic. Uh, Maybe you've got some different uh, ways that you find presence uh, and bring yourself uh, into the here and now rather than dwelling in the past or kind of overly focusing on the future. Please drop me a line. It's Damien at EffectiveChallenge.com. That's Damien, spelled D-A-M-I-A-N, at EffectiveChallenge.com. I'm opening up for questions. So, you know, uh, if you've got something that you'd like me to... Uh, take a view on. Uh, give 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 some ideas about. Then again, you know, use that same address. Drop drop me uh, drop me a line. And that might be for you personally. That might be for for your team that you're operating in. And and I'll use those questions and I'll provide answers in future podcast episodes. I know uh, for some people, because you, you've said it to me, uh, that you would rather not personally be identified on the podcast. That's that's absolutely fine. I think that's um, an easy thing to do. I can certainly obfuscate any personal details associated with uh, any questions that you ask. So so please don't let that that be a barrier. Um, I think that's it for this episode, episode 26. Uh, Until the next time, uh, please uh, keep working at your version of the effective challenge and uh, be well. Bye for now.